It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast. Now joined by Chris Gronkowski. Chris, you got to give the intro you gave us right off screen right there. That was fantastic. Oh, oh you want me to call? Okay, hold on. One sec. Oh, oh boom. What's going on? There's the intro. I just want to let everyone know I'm still more jacked than Rob because back in the day with Coach Ed as our strength coach, I've had to beat Rob all day, every day in the weight room, and it's still happening as of today. Well, that's dude. That's what we like to hear right now. You give him a little bit of grief about it, for sure. Yeah, you know he's probably not going to come on the podcast to defend himself, so I can just talk as much trash as I want. And you know what? That's the way the brothers should roll, right there. And we appreciate that, right there. So, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see if he may, maybe he will. Maybe he'll come back. Maybe he'll come on. Yeah, but all that'd be fantastic. Love to get him on. Um, before we talk to some some football, tell the people out there what you've been up to because you've had a lot of uh, some pretty cool business endeavors going on, you know, Shark Tank, stuff like that. Yeah, for sure. One of the big things that just happened was, um, you know, we do have that NCAA licensing now. So we'll be coming in with um, a full decked out, colored, full color uh, Arizona Wildcat bottle here soon, hopefully by the end of the year. But yeah, man, uh, it was almost six years ago now. At this point, I got on to ABC Shark Tank. Uh, with my company called Ice Shaker and um, got offers from all five. Mark Cuban jumped in on it. Alex Rodriguez jumped in on it and um, kind of just took off from there. So we've sold millions of insulated bottles now at this point. Um, anything from a one-gallon jug uh, down to a, a kid's cup now at this point uh, we have. And we just got the NFL licensing as well. Uh, so we're super pumped about that. And we'll start really pushing that hard as well. But things, things have been good in the Ice Shaker world. Where can they all right? Where can they find these ice shakers right there? Yeah, man. So our website's always going to have the best stuff. We can customize on the site, but um, we are sold nationally in Vitamin Shop, GNC. We're in all the Lifetime Fitnesses. We're in all the Twenty Four Hour Fitnesses. We just got into all the Sprouts. Uh, so that's going to be more of you know a limited collection of what we have. Maybe one or two SKUs, depending on the locations uh, of of the retail place that you're going to. But if you want everything, all the new stuff, you know, the, the speaker bottles that we just came out with. Uh, you know, the jugs, all that, you got to go to our website at iShaker.com. Awesome. Awesome. All right. We'll get back to that in a little bit, but let's talk a little bit of U of A football here first. Um, one of the big things that uh, Jed Fish said when he took over is he wanted to re-engage the alumni. He wanted to be able to get past greats like yourself, past and you know NFL players, to be engaged in the program, to get back. How has Jed Fish been for you in that regard? Man, he ain't lying about that. I can tell you that. Um, I hadn't been back to Arizona in, in 10 years. 
you know, I actually hadn't been back. The only time I've been back, I was driving back from uh, San Diego when I got released from the Chargers. And I was driving back, and that's the only time I stopped since I left school there. So uh, Jed reached out. You know, he 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 made sure um, you know that I was going to come back for a game. Uh, he got me to come back. I saw a bunch of my teammates there from my class. Uh, talked to them as well and said, "Hey, you know, how much have you guys been coming back and coming to the games?" And a lot of them said, "I haven't. You know, this is my first time." So uh, Jed crushed it, man. He's sitting there personally texting me, making sure I was coming, making sure I was comfortable. Uh, and it's huge, man. Like in this day and age, when you're trying to build a program, you, it takes everyone. And especially now with NIL and you know, guys being able to transfer in the transfer portal, you know, you, you got to have everyone talking about your school and talking good things about it. So re-engaging me, I can tell you, there's kids that already reached out to me that said, hey, I saw you, you, know, you went to Arizona. I didn't know you went there. You know, it looks like a cool school. You know, can you tell me about it? I have parents asking me all the time now. You know, my kid's in high school. Uh, you know, he, he's thinking about going you know, to Arizona. Is that a school that you think would, would make sense? It would fit him. And, uh, you know, because I am now back in contact and, and Jed's keeping me updated, I'm getting all the, the weekly email updates as well. Like I can then say, hey, yeah, absolutely. They're on the right path. They're doing these things. You know, the program looks great. I went into the locker room. You know, it's the coolest locker room I've seen. They got pictures of the players above the locker all lit up, you know, all that kind of stuff, which I just didn't know before because, you know, the previous coaches weren't engaging with the alumni. So uh, Jed's, Jed's crushing it, man. The energy is there. Uh, the consistency, uh, just the full approach of, of getting everyone back and on board. Yeah, I think he's going to take this program to that next level where he's looking to bring it. Yeah, because when he, when he took over, he obviously inherited a mess. Um, and uh, the first thing he said is, we're going to build this thing from the ground up. We're going to recruit at a high level. We might not get everybody, but we're going to make sure that kids, if a B. John Robinson is growing up three minutes from campus right there, guess what? We're going to make him say no until he signs that letter of intent to Texas. And he's done all that. And the thing about it, too, that has impressed me, when you've got somebody like Brandon Sanders, who's in charge of alumni outreach, that was something that wasn't here before then, Chris. No, it wasn't there at all. Yeah, I didn't get emails from Brandon Sanders until until right. Jed was around. So uh, it's it's a completely different program, a di completely different approach. I think you know in the past no one really saw the value uh, of having the alumni uh, you know be engaged, but uh, he immediately got Rob back. We did the world record you know with the helicopter. It made so much noise and made top ten on ESPN. Right. Uh, it really, when it comes down to it, now, man, you have to be cool. Kids want to see you know, uh, and talk about something that's, that's cool about the school. You know, they have a YouTube channel or they're going viral. They were a top 10. I want to go to the school. It looks really fun. You know, that's what it takes now to get guys to commit and also stay at your program as well. So, you know, Jed's, you got to do it. You got to do stuff that you might not be comfortable with doing and you don't know how to do, but he's figuring it out. Now, what does he talk when you've talked with Jed? What has he said, you know, about like, you know, about the engagement and whatnot? Basically, the doors open. How does that how do those conversations go or those texts go? For sure. I mean, it, it starts with, hey, you're coming to this game, right? And I'm like, Jed, man, I got four kids. Like, I got to get it approved. Oh, so you're coming, right? You know, it's kind of that approach. Uh, right. you know, he, he wants to do everything that he can to get you to come to a game. Uh, you know, he's trying to get you know, Rob and I to come to every game uh, that he we can possibly make and at least try to come to, to one a year so that we can stay engaged. Uh, you know, he's, he's trying to get the Gronk beach party uh, right. to come to the Arizona mall as well. And uh, it really get everyone hyped up before the big game. So uh, 
he wants to continuously break different world records. We have talked about the world's largest slip and slide at one point. Uh, hopefully we can make that happen. I think right. that'd make a lot of noise. And again, it's something that people are going to talk about. You know, it's going to make you know articles. It's going to be on social media. It's going to show people having a great time at the school. It's going to separate us from other programs that are out there. So uh, he's really thinking outside the box to make it uh, a great atmosphere to people to come to a game for, but also for players to be a part of. All right. Now let's talk a little bit on the field then. So first year he inherits a 12 game losing streak. Then you get one win the first year. Last year you get five. Now you're three and one. What have you seen on the field uh, so far, just from an improvement from a talent and on field performance? Yeah. I mean, he's getting the recruits, you know, he's getting the recruits. Uh, he's getting people to stay. He's getting people to buy into the program as well. And you know, that's, that's absolutely huge. Uh, you have a quarterback now with some experience as well who's, who's balling out. So uh, man, it's it's fun to watch and it's getting more fun to watch because uh, it's harder for me to watch here in Texas with the late right. games. Right. Uh, I'm, I'm really excited about the conference change and the hours changed because I'll actually be able to see a lot more games as well. Uh, but, you know, usually at nine o'clock central time, uh, I'm going to bed. So I haven't been able to um, you know, usually watch as many games in the past. And right. now it's getting a lot more exciting and a lot more accessible as well for me to watch games. All right. I want to take you back to 2009 right here. You guys, obviously, um, one of the better teams in school history. The big what if, obviously, is if Rob doesn't grow uh, go down. But I'm just looking at that looking at that roster from back in the day. You had Nick Foles, Jerron Kreiner, yourself, Dale Sean Dean, Terrell Turner, Earl Mitchell, Robert Golden, Trevin Wade, um, Ricky Elmore, Brooks Reed. Did you know at the time that you were playing with probably – 13 14 nfl players right there on that squad man that was stacked man you're right that's that's pretty impressive a lot of those guys you know had had long careers too you know you see brooks and earl uh go on and, and, and man play have great careers as well nick Foles as well uh man that was fun that was that was a great year i had no clue you know i me personally i was going in there thinking i had no chance to get to the next level uh you know it, you're it Gronkowski. Was, you're going to the NFL. Come on, Chris. <laughs> Man, I didn't even start until my junior year. Right. You know, I transferred in, and um, I didn't think I had a chance. So I uh, didn't realize how much talent was around us. I just knew that we were a bunch of guys that went in there and worked. You know, all those guys that you mentioned, man, like they were in there. They were grinding it out. I think Coach Ed did a great job uh, in that weight room of just you know conditioning us to really take on anything. So it was just a bunch of guys that were just absolute grinders, man, that were trying to take it to the next level. Now, if Rob doesn't get hurt, how, uh, how far do you guys go that year? Man, we're taking that championship all day for sure. For I mean, sure. It was such a massive difference. Um, you know, and what you can do as an offense. I mean, you saw it in the NFL as well. You have a guy that you can't plan for, you know, if you put a safety on him, he's going to beat him. You're going to run the ball as well. You know, if you put a linebacker on him, you know, there's, there's no chance they're covering. So, uh, that's what made him so dangerous and, and why the offense was so explosive with him on the field. So uh, you put Nick Foles back there as well. I mean, he never even had a chance to play with Nick. So it would have been exciting to watch those two. Now, let's talk a little bit about you and the entire family, because I find this fascinating. When you've got four brothers that play in the NFL, most people like, you know, that's a one in a million shot just to even make the NFL. Did you guys know growing up like how gen – genetically blessed you all were i guess to put it mildly man um I, like i said before like i i really didn't think i had a chance you know i was a two-star coming out um i was actually committed to the university of pennsylvania going to the ivy league my dad was super excited about it and um 
I got a last minute offer to the University of Maryland, uh, right. really because a bunch of guys were about to fail out and a bunch of guys coming in couldn't make grades. So, uh, you know, just starting a career like that, um, you know, feeling like you weren't even supposed to be there in the first place. I went into college just thinking, hey, I'm, I'm lucky enough to get this paid for. Let me get the best degree that I can. I got into the you know, Eller School of Management and, and I got an accounting degree just thinking I'm going to get the best degree that I can for this, this scholarship. And, um, you know, didn't even think I had a chance. It, was, it wasn't until my junior year. And I remember Coach Dimmel, I thought he was messing with me. He said, right. hey, man, some of the scouts mentioned your name. And I was like, there's, there's no chance they mentioned my name. They must have thought I was Rob. He's like, no, like the Jets are looking at you. And he mentioned a couple other teams. And I was like, yeah, this is bad. He's probably just messing with me kind of thing. So uh, up until that point, just didn't even think there was a chance um, to get to that next level, but just kept working, kept putting the work in. I got the one shot and, um, you know, kind of took advantage of it. Yeah. So, all right. Did you know, like at what stage, because I'll be honest with you, when, when Rob, when Rob came here, um, there's been a couple players here throughout history that just look different than everybody else. Um, and Rob was definitely one of those dudes right there. Um, was was there ever a point when you knew that your brother was probably the best tight going to be the best tight end that the world's ever seen? Yeah, man, it was it was going into his junior year um, spring ball. You know, we were out there. Um, I remember Mark Stoops saying, "This guy is so far, you know, beyond what I've ever seen before." And um, you know, he he coached Jeremy Shockey. You know, he coached a lot of really good players. And um, you know, to hear Mark say, "Like I've never seen a guy this talented before." was like, man, this is crazy. And, and I remember they were just putting guys one-on-one -on -one and just kind of rotating them through on Rob. And uh, no one could stop him. It was just, it was touchdown, 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 touchdown. And uh, that's when everyone was really, really excited for that season to start. And unfortunately, ended up getting hurt right after that. But uh, I think that was the point where I was like, man, this guy, this, this, he's unstoppable at this point. Like, he, he really is. No one could cover him. His blocking's insane. Uh, he's the full package at this point and his attitudes there too, man. Like he, he works, he's a worker, he's a grinder and he always has been. So um, at that point, junior year, I was like, man, this guy, he has it. My older brother, Dan was uh, a senior at that time. And he, he got you know drafted to the lions uh, in the seventh round. So I was like, man, if Dan's getting drafted, I can't imagine where Rob's going to go. Right. So he ends up on the Patriots then obviously with Bill Belichick. And what was that like for him going from Mike Stoops to Bill Belichick then? I mean, you were Man. playing the greatest ever <laughs> and the best quarterback. Yeah, I mean, those are questions that, um, you know, people have asked him in the past and he doesn't say too much about it. Um, yeah, I, I played for old school coaches like that uh, when I was at Maryland and then, um, you know, in the NFL as well. And uh, it's a grind, man, and, and it's tough at first. But really, at the end of the day, um, you win a lot of games uh, and you really develop a lot of respect for that coach. Um, you know, after you, you go through the program, uh, you know, it's, it's a beatdown. It's tough. It's tough, but it's also what it takes to win. And I think Belichick's proven that over and over again. So uh, the only times he really said anything was, you know, it, it's kind of like everyone's treated the same. It doesn't right. matter if you're the second round pick. It doesn't matter if you're the first round pick. It doesn't matter if you're there for five years. It doesn't matter if you're an all pro. You know, you're still out there at practice. You're not getting days off. Uh, you know, you're out there grinding it out as well. And, and you're not being favored no matter who you are. You know, you're not coming in 20 minutes late because, you know, you're an all pro. You're, you're getting there at the same time. And if you're not there at the same time, you know, you're getting fined or you're getting cut. You know, that it was everyone was held to the same standard no matter what. And that was the Patriots way. Was football something you guys all gravitated towards being that you were just bigger dudes? You were athletic guys. Did that? How did that all come about? Yeah, man. So we grew up playing hockey and baseball for the most part. Uh, my other brothers played a lot of basketball too, but 
uh, you learn how to skate and you love, love to hit people on skates. And um, right. as we got into high school, it kind of became a thing where if you played hockey, you only played hockey. You know, we were three sport athletes or we played multiple sports our whole lives. So uh, it was hard for us to give up the other sports just to play one. So at that point, we had to make a decision. Um, you know, we found football when we were in high school. My older brother, Dan, was the starting quarterback. He was the first one to play football in the family for us. And uh, just was cool. It was cool to see him out there dominating uh, and, and just you know, loving the game. So I was next. I started playing. Uh, and then kind of everyone else after that started playing football. But we weren't a football family. You know, my dad did play in college, but we didn't grow up uh, you know, being trained in football. We didn't play football until high school. So uh, the switch kind of came because of hockey. You know, guys weren't making it uh, to that next level in hockey, right. even though they were winning states every year. Uh, in the highest division in New York, you know, they might go off to college or they might get drafted. You never really saw them again. Uh, whereas football was a great opportunity to get a full scholarship, you know, go somewhere uh, great, uh, compete at the highest level and and, and play football uh, for free in college. So for me, I, I saw it as a much better opportunity. And um, we gave up hockey at that point and, and started playing football instead. All right, so you get to the NFL. Now let's talk about the NFL. What was it like for you when you got there? Because everybody's got different emotions. Everybody talks about, you know, kind of that eye-opening experience. What was it like for Chris Gronkowski when you're suiting up for America's team, no less? Man, it, it was it was a grind, man. It was a grind playing for the Cowboys. Uh, I didn't realize it at the time, but as a rookie in Dallas, it's tough. Uh, the media is 100% against you. Like, right. you know, they're not they're not trying to make you look good. Uh, they're trying to find everything that you're doing wrong. So uh, first first day, first interview, I got asked about, um, you know, name three presidents. or I think it was five presidents. And uh, first day of practice, rookie walk out there. This guy hits me with it. I rattle off five. And, uh, you know, the next day, the article is this guy's being cut. He can't even name five presidents. And it's like, man, <laughs> you know, what, what like this is this is a beat down here. So. Uh, it, it was tough, though, man. Every day uh, as a bubble player, as a guy that's undrafted, uh, you know, you're fighting for your job every right. day. Uh, if you're late, you know, you're getting fined or cut. If you're overweight, you're getting fined or cut. Uh, you know, if you don't do you know, one thing right, you know, you're, you might not be there the next day. And I'm playing a position, too, where, you know, every team doesn't even carry a fullback. You know, we only right. carried one fullback uh, throughout my entire playing career. You know, there was, I guess, one year. Um, the, you know, there was a guy on, on, on the Cowboys the second year on practice squad, but I, I was released at that point. So uh, every team I was on, for the most part, I was the only fullback on the team as well. Whereas, you know, tight end, they might have four of them. Running back, they might have four. Fullback, you know, if you get hurt, they'll just replace you with a tight end or a right. lineman. So uh, it was a position that was tough, man. I had to play every special teams to survive. Uh, so I, I picked up, you know, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't cover kicks in college. Um, I don't even really, I didn't really even cover them in high school, but I realized right away that if I wanted to stick around, I better be able to play all four special teams. So I, I picked that up um, and was able to do that for my last two career, uh, last two seasons with the Colts and with the Broncos. You know, I, was, I was mostly playing special teams and I was playing on each one of them just so I had some more value to the team. But yeah, overall, man. Um, Are you stronger now than you were in the NFL? No, man. I was a beast back then. I was probably You're 245. Still a beast now. I'm about two two fifteen two twenty now. Um, I still remember I tore my pec my second season. Uh, I was tackling Darren Sproles on a kickoff cover, so um, got him on the fifteen yard line. Right. Kind of clotheslined him. I was all pumped about it, and I was like, "Man, my my arm kind of hurts." I ended up tearing my pec on that play. 
but before that, I was I was benching. I was probably benching over 450 um, at that point. Uh, now, man, I'm I'm not really putting more than 225 on a bar at this point. Right. All right. Well, either way, it looks like you can put more than 225. And let's be honest, when it comes to weightlifting, that's all that matters, Chris, is how it looks. Exactly. That's I learned that once I was done playing. All right, Chris, before we, uh, before we uh, let you go here, tell people where you can find everything, Ice Shaker and uh, ice shaker and whatnot, because, again, this stuff's going viral. Yeah, for sure. Check us out. Um, we will have the full NCAA licensing. We have the NFL licensing as well uh, at IceShaker.com. And then, I mean, really everywhere else you shop, we're probably going to find our product at this time as well. Right. He's Chris Gronkowski. Chris, really appreciate your time, man. We'd love to have you hop back on sometime with your bro. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. All right. That's Chris Gronkowski right there. Appreciate you, buddy. All right. Wanted to get him to talk a little bit of Arizona football right there. All right. Now, first, now we're going to get to a little bit of Arizona basketball and some Arizona football as well. But first, BetMGM. All right. Here's the deal. Sign up for BetMGM. Use bonus code PHNX. Place your first BetMGM sportsbook wager through BetMGM sportsbook mobile app of at least $10. You will receive $200 instantly in additional winnings regardless of your wager's outcome. All right, now, check out the show notes for full details. Let's hear from the great Shane Diefenbach with a disclaimer, and then I'm going to tell you some bets. Problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Nevada, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369, New York. Call 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Arizona. 1-800-BETS-OFF-IOWA. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. 1-800-981-0023, Puerto Rico, in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., New York, or Ontario. All right, now. It's time for also BetMGM Parlay right here. All right. Here's what I'm going to go with right here. I would go, I am going to go in the with the under in Arizona, Washington right there. The under, my friends. I actually think that Arizona's, uh, or I think this game's going to be a little low score, lower scoring than normal. And I'm going to throw you another one out there. I'm going to tell you to take Arizona or the Michigan-Nebraska line of under 39 right there. That will be my BetMGM parlay. And again, check out on the BetMGM Sportsbook. That's where you need to get everything right there. It's your one-stop shop. All right, now, appreciate Chris Gronkowski. We're going to do a little bit of a, a smorgasbord of topics here before we get to the Washington prediction. Now, you got to remember, got Washington. We got the uh, red-blue game coming up tomorrow. Show you how cool Saul Bookman is. Here's how smart Saul Bookman is. I was really bummed yesterday because I was like, man, the red-blue game's not going to be televised. It's probably dumb to have a red-blue game or a red-blue post-game show. And then he says, no, dummy. That's the exact opposite. That's why you have a show because you can be the eyes on the ground right there. So we'll probably be up about 845 or so um, breaking everything down. Love to see you in there. Mark that down on your calendars. Uh, if you think I know anything about sports or even if you don't, would love to see you uh, in there. All right. Now, let's talk a little bit about this red-blue game and what we're looking for. First, the guy that is going to stick out to you big time and for everybody out there is Keyshaw Johnson. Um, we've been talking about this all summer, all off season. Keyshaw Johnson is the one dude who looks different physically than everybody here that Tommy Lloyd has had outside, outside of Ben Matherin. Um, Keyshaw is an Keyshaw's an absolute monster. He's quick twitch. He is going to dunk everything. And not only is he going to dunk everything, um, I think the first thing that you're probably going to see is the 
his his ability to be able to just finish in traffic. And that's something, again, that Arizona has just not had. Last year, oh, Lost Highway, very funny. Um, last year, Azulis Tabellis was fantastic. We all know that. But the one thing about Zoo is that Zoo wasn't the toughest dude in the world right there. Not only was he not the toughest dude, and there were times when you're like, why are you flipping the ball up at the rim? Just try to finish that one right there. It will work easier for you. Keyshaw Johnson is going to dunk that ball. Now, again, he's not going to be able to do some of the stuff that uh, Zoo did, but Keyshaw Johnson is going to dunk that ball right there. Then on top of that, you got the running backs in there that or excuse me, the running backs. I'm looking at my show notes uh, from uh, going forward. You got ball handlers out there that are going to get into the paint. That is the other thing that was annoying about last year's team. And again, last year's team was a very good team, no doubt. But you didn't have anybody that could handle the ball. You didn't have anybody that could just get past their guy and get to the rack and make things easier for their opponents. There was absolutely none of that right there. And I think that was a big, uh, big source of frustration there for many, many fans. Um, now, um, I think that Lost Highway hits the ball in the or ball in the head. No collapse to the ground in vital possession versus Princeton. That's the thing. Nobody really wanted the ball in those situations because you didn't have guys that could break the ball, uh, break the team down off the dribble. Now you got Caleb Love. Now you got Jaden Bradley. Now you got uh, Kylan Boswell. These dudes can make plays off the bounce. Now, again, I'm not going to make it out like they're Allen Iverson or Gilbert Arenas, U of A reference right there, but they are going to be able to, I think, take some pressure off other players, other teams right there that Arizona just didn't have in the past. Last year, you watched that team, and again, they were uh, they were very, very good, but at the same time, Pella's not going to beat you off the bounce. Ramey not going to beat you off the bounce. Kirk Carissa not going to beat you off the bounce. There is not going to be any of that. This year, again, you've got those dudes. And another guy I need you all to keep a very close eye on is Caleb Love. Um, there was a lot of questions about Caleb Love coming in. People like Sheer, who don't know what they're talking about, said, why would you bring in Caleb Love? Because he's just a gunner. He can't get to the hoop. or, or uh, He's just going to shoot a bunch of shots. If you watch him, you watch what Tommy Lloyd is saying about him. He has been very enthused by uh, everything that he has been able to uh, do. And I am going to go on record and say that he is going to be the leading scorer on this year's team. Maybe not the best player, but the leading scorer right there. And I think he's going to be far more efficient in the process. Not only that, I think he's going to look cool doing it because he's got a little bit of a sizzle that some of the other players don't have. You know who else has that sizzle? Shady Rays. All right, now. Shady Rays, exclusively for our listeners here. Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code PHNX for 50% off two-plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. Now, up front, Montias Crevis. That's what we need to be talking about right there. Montias Crevis is... I'm just going to say it. We love Umar Ballo, leader of men on this show. And if we could maybe pull up that roster right there, Jacob Franklin, um, Montias Crevis is going to be, in my opinion, the best center on this uh, on this team. And not only is he going to be the best uh, center on this team. Oh, we need to add that. I do. Oh, no, he's right there. He is. I think by the end of the year, he's going to be one of the better bigs in the conference. Seven foot two, 245 pounds. And not only is he seven foot two, 245 pounds. 
He's every bit of that. It's not like he's really 6'11 or anything like that. And he is going to, uh, I think he's going to make a lot of plays out there. And I think the defense is going to kind of come off of, uh, kind of come off of him because he's a really good passer. He's got a little bit of that Sabonis type feel to it. And not only does he have a little bit of that Sabonis type feel to it, he's also got a, uh, he's got a unique ability to be able to put his back to the basket and if you cut, he's going to find you, but he can also shoot the ball a little bit as well. I think the crowd, and I think this is going to become very, very interested by Montias Krebus right there. Um, now, who else? Who else should you keep an eye on? Jaden Bradley. Jaden Bradley is different. Um, J- he can't really shoot. I get all of that, but Jaden Bradley can also get into the back, can get into the paint, can dish off another dude that Arizona did not have any of that. And there is going to be a huge recruiting weekend here as well. Emmanuel Steven will be there. We expect Emmanuel Steven to commit to the University of Arizona. We will have a short coming about on that on Sunday. Jeff Mojave, I am going to struggle with Crevis's name, LOL. No, you're not. First of all, you're a smart guy, clearly. Just call him Mount Crevis. That's all you got to do. He's Mount Crevis, big dude, 7'2", 245. Don't even have to worry about the first name. Just call him Mount Crevis, and you will uh, you will thank me later. You will thank me in the process. Um, now, who else to look at? Polly M. Um, now, we've talked a lot about Philly B this offseason. The one thing about Polly M, though, I think Polly M is a more talented Philly B and that he's going to look to get his shots. And not only is he going to look to get his shots, he is going to look to He's going to look to score. That's what we like about all of this. All right, Keck, Keck. All right, Keck. First of all, you guys are the ones that are on probation, right? Or uh, that uh, had to cancel your uh, postseason right here. Not that you would have made it. So I suggest you keep your house in order first. Char Fred says, uh, Polly M may be a starter. Dude looks great. He does look great. And listen, when it comes to international players, I don't know what to expect. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I know that, you know, this dude's going to do this, this dude's going to do that. I don't know. But when you got a, when a, a Polly M comes in here, though, he moves a little bit different. He looks a little bit different. And not only does he do all of that, he's got a feel where it's almost kind of, you're like, I could see you play. I could see you playing in the NBA. Be honest here. I never I looked at Henry Basar and I said, dude, that guy's going to play in the NBA. Um, you know, maybe he could, maybe I could, uh, maybe I'm wrong there, but I never saw him being that guy. Polly M has a little bit of that to him. Montias Crevis or Jeff Mojave Mount Crevis can be somebody who puts his back to the basket. Maybe he's kind of that old school Yusuf Nurkic type right there for uh, Phoenix Suns that, you know, a little bit more of a plotter, but yes, while he's a little bit more of a plotter, you can still get some things done out there. Um, now, uh, let's see. Will, we have shown we can compete. Keck, getting in here and talking some mess. Will, we have uh, shown we can compete with Big 12 teams. Wildcats, not so much. I'll put it to you like this. Ask, you beat, or you beat Kansas. Ask Kansas who they find more formidable, Arizona or uh, ASU, and then get back to me. While you're doing that, and yes, are Krebus and Vesar the same age? Yes, they are the same age. Very good. Even though they're different grades, I believe they are the same age as well. Um, now, we're going to get back to Arizona-Washington here in just a second. 
But first, Splash Sports. All right. Head to SplashSports.com slash PHNX to join in. We'll have different contests coming out, so we are stoked to compete with and against you. Be sure to check out the link in the description. All right. Here's what's cool about Splash Sports is head to Splash Sports. Again, check out the link in the description. Deposit cash to get started, and it's just $5 to enter. PHNX Weekly NFL Picks Contest, Survivor Contest. You name it, they got it. Check out Splash Sports right there. Okay, now, uh, let's see here. They are the same age. So, again, Emmanuel Steven also going to be in town. I would imagine that uh, he will end up uh, end up committing to the U of A. Like I said, got a little bit of a short on that one as well. All right, John Spigot. Uh, let's see, what do we got here? John Spigato Figueroa. So, I didn't want Jed, but damn, I'm so happy to be wrong. Jed's getting things done. Dude. From your mouth to God's ears or from God's ears to your mouth, whatever that term is. Um, yeah, like I said, I, I thought it was a weird hire. Um, there's still some things that I don't quite get. I don't get Gunnar Maldonado, but whatever. Those are small potatoes. The dude's recruiting really well. He's engaged the alumni. And like Chris Gronkowski said, he never heard from anybody at the U of A before Jed Fish took over. Now he gets text messages from him saying, hey, you going to be there? And he says, I got four fa- or I got four kids. And uh, Gronk says, or, or Gronk, Fish says, okay, well, we'll see you then. All right, now, uh, let's see here. Now, let's get to a little bit of Arizona-Washington. All right, so I I am of the opinion that Arizona is going to have a very difficult time beating Washington, but I think Arizona is going to beat SC the following weekend. There's the hot take right there, my friends. There's the hot take. Um I do think that this will be a difficult game for Arizona to score. I expect them to come out in the dollar package where you got five safeties going out there and, um, you know, moving around the field and whatnot. But I do think that uh, where it is fascinating, though, is Jonah Coleman is likely going to get the majority of the the carries. Not only is Jonah Coleman likely to get the majority of the carries, I think he's going to be very, very, uh, very, I don't think he's coming out of the lineup then at that point. I think he's going to probably do something where he gets 20 carries for a buck 15. Now, again, our guy Raymond Polito's out, but Leif Magnuson is in here as well. We like Leif there on that at the guard or at, the, at one of those guards. I think he's going to perform just fine. But overall, though, I do think this is going to be a game that is going to be very tough for Arizona because. Well, Washington, I think, is the best team in the conference, and I think Washington's probably one of the five or six best teams in the country. That's how good that I think Washington is right there. Now, uh, Keck, breathe, Tony. You're about to lose another six straight. We will not lose six straight. You, uh, I will bet you whatever you want that we do not uh, lose six straight. Back the A, beat Washington. Will, couldn't agree with you more right there. Arizona needs to be able to do that. But we got a pretty action-packed com- a couple of coming days coming up. First of all, make it out to the red-blue game. Obviously, it's not being televised. It's not being streamed. But that doesn't mean that you can't go out there. Tickets are only, what, seven bucks? There's Come on. There's no reason you can't be out there. Plus, I'll be there. How cool is that? Um, so yeah, that would be a lot of fun. And again, then you got Arizona football. We're going to have a, a dynamic post-game show coming up right afterwards as well. Now, you might say, Mike, I have no clue where I can go to this game or where I can find things. That's where game time comes into the mix. All right, check it out. Game time. Here's the deal. 
Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code PHNX for $20 off your first, first purchase. Terms and ab- apply again. Create an account and redeem code PHNX for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Keck is the worst, uh, the king of worst takes, but you know what? Keck's grown on me. All right, I want to talk about DeAndre Ayton real quick before we sign off. Listen, the end of the day, DeAndre Ayton is an inc- immensely talented basketball player, but he's also somebody that kind of is his own worst enemy, um, doesn't play very hard, and um, not only does he not play very hard, you just you can kind of tell that the team just didn't really gravitate towards him. I get why they moved on. Um, you know, rumor is behind the scenes that they've wanted Yusuf Nurkic for quite a while, and obviously that uh, that came to fruition right there. But wish ain't nothing but the best in Portland. But I do I do understand why the Suns wanted to just essentially get rid of him. All right, now again, we got red blue game, red blue post game show coming up tomorrow about eight forty five or so. Um, now. Uh, definitely want to see out there. Um, but if you're not out there, tune in right here though, and you can get my takes on the red blue post game show. Keck is not affiliated with PHNX other than watching our shows. That is correct. Keck is not Jacob uh, Franklin. Many people think he is. He's not, that is not true. All right. We're going to sign off right here. A little bit of a shorter show, but tomorrow we're going to go for about an hour or so on the post game. So be ready, rock and roll. Be out at that red-blue game, and we'll be on with you about 8.40. For Jacob Franklin, Chris Gronkowski, I'm Mike Luke. You've been listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast.